Oliver Dixon on SAFM. 16 minutes after 11 o'clock. When the July unrest happened, a lot of small businesses uh, were looted, right? But also because of the unrest, a lot of small businesses just were shut down. That typically is the case when mass protests happen uh, in certain areas. I used to live in Bramfontein, for instance, and when there were major uh, protests, uh, you know, public servants, uh, servants protesting in Bramfontein, for instance, it was routine for businesses on certain streets, like the Corte Street, for instance to close down for the day or at least for half the day as as the protests were taking place. It just seems to be uh, a, a, a precaution, a precautionary measure to the protest. But this protest cannot be divorced from the plight of small business owners. Small business owners, too, are affected by the material conditions of the country. They, too, are affected by load shedding, which is a major precursor to this protest. In fact, more small businesses have shut down as a result of uh, load shedding in the last year than has been the case as a result of protest. Load shedding has been putting many, many small businesses out of business, have given them reduced capacities. And so, too, a victory against load shedding is a victory for small businesses as well. But this is this a protest that resonates with them or is this a protest that exacerbates what is already a dire situation for them? Joining me to have this conversation is Tebo Hokas, the uh, president of the SMME Forum. Tebo, good morning and thank you so much for your time. Good morning, uh, Tami, and thanks for having me. It's Oliver. Uh, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go straight to... Uh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no problem. No problem. No problem at all. Let's go straight to this. Is this a, a, a protest that really is in the name of small businesses as well that could certainly benefit small businesses or is it a protest uh, that will exacerbate already dire situation for them? Oliver, let's get this clear or straight. This shutdown is all about affecting the very disenfranchised communities. Um, I'm in the suburbs as I speak with you, or so-called suburbs. Uh, there's no shutdown. It's business as usual. Yeah. All, all the small businesses in this area are trading as they have been throughout the year, unaffected. And even enjoying the fact that there's zero load shedding, that's where they can actually try and draw back some of the lost revenue from the days when they had to have limited trading because of load shedding. Now, here we are, you look at Masikeng as the SABC uh, uh, image was showing, where a whole swathe of Small businesses were closed around the taxi ranks and so forth. And the same in other areas. And often these areas are traditionally black areas where the, 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 the stores are being closed, affected, they are being shuttered, the hawkers are off the street. You tell me, what is the logic? Where is the logic? And we're just closing the shop or forcing those Gassi uh, economy to, to to suffer on this particular day, move the needle. If somebody can answer me that, maybe we can have a conversation. But quite honestly, it is nothing but subjugating the very same disenfranchised mm. uh, on at a time when they need every trade to happen. We sympathize, we, 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 we understand the, the issues raised through this uh, call. Uh, I mean, well, nobody wants to uh, to 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 go suffer the 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 the, the, um, the vagaries of 
load shedding. When, when, when there's load shedding, we small business can trade. We understand that the economy is tanking. We understand that. But why is it that it seems to be only affecting black areas? Mm, mm. Is that perhaps not a reflection of um, class differences as well as our racialized economy that typically, by and large, it is black people? Uh, that live in poverty and material disenfranchisement. And therefore, it typically is there where you will see the protest. It's there where you will see uh, a political action taking place. And therefore, naturally, uh, when you find yourself living in suburbia, South Africa, you may not see much of that. If that is the case, logically, then take the protest to the suburbia. Take the protest to, to Hyde Park where Malema lives. Shatter his roads. Put tires around uh, 6th Avenue and and other streets around the in Hyde Park. And let's see how he would feel if his kids cannot be transported to where they ought to be transported because he's not a hood affected. His wife is probably enjoying a sauna or a spa at Hyde Park on while all this is happening. And is, does that mean that by virtue of blacks having been the one who enjoy the most of the effects of load shedding, therefore they must feel the pain of uh, and a disruption such as this? No, it shouldn't be. And mm. it doesn't make sense at all because you're actually impairing the very same people that you are claimed to be all about. And it is not making an effect at all on the major economic players or beneficiaries. So it, it really doesn't make sense at all. Mm, mm. Give us a call if you'd want to be a part of this conversation. Zero eight six triple zero. 2032 086 0002032. Let's then focus Debugo for a moment on the issues. It doesn't seem like that there is not a voice for small businesses, but a voice that is heard and responded to uh in it as, as far as a small business community is concerned. So they too go unlistened to by government. They too go ignored by and large by government. Um and their conditions are getting worse and worse and worse. Um but it seems to be the only way you can get government attention is by saying it will not be business as usual. Are there ways in which small businesses and small business communities can mobilize and organize to really get government's attention, to really start getting action on the issues that pertain to them without having to resort to protest or without having to participate and endorse certain protests? Yeah, I'm glad you, you made a correction on the last part because this protest is not at the instance of small businesses or entrepreneurs. It is at the instance of polit- politicians with grand ambitions to occupy the highest office in the land. We all know that it is all about Malema's ambitions. He's already measured the drapes, the curtains at, uh, at the west wing of the union building with the hope that come next year he would have reduce the majority of the ANC to make himself a, a king player. It's got nothing to do with load shedding. It's got nothing to do with the economy. It's got nothing to do with the plight of the Gorgos in Vembe or Venda, wherever it is, whose money is stolen at VPS to sustain his luxurious lifestyle. It has got nothing to do with the fact that the youth are unemployed. You know, it has nothing to do with any of this. It has got to do with, own, with his own grand ambition to become a uh, uh, either deputy president or something along along those lines. But is it not possible? Is it not possible for both those things to exist? For uh, electioneer politicking to take place on the one hand, and a to protest around sincere issues at uh, and material issues on the other hand. I'm pretty sure the people on the ground today 
albeit at the uh, instance of Julius Malema, are protesting in the name of hoping to change their material conditions and not necessarily because they want to see Malema becoming president, right? It can be that a protest can be about issues, sincerely so, and perhaps insincere politicking all at the same time. You're very much right. The two things can equally coexist, uh, you know. Uh, but you tell me what it means when you throw in petrol bombs or whatever types of bombs or, 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 or ordinances or devices were, were activated in Pinville and thus scaring the communities, uh, the head of the communities who, who were within a range uh, of the sound. Um, and you tell me if how that's got to do with um, reducing load shedding or making government listen to load shedding. And it is not always the case that, um, uh, in fact, you, 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 small businesses themselves, uh, in fact, small businesses are, are just being patronized by both government and politicians. You know, mm. um, On the one hand, Malema say, well, we're also fighting for you. But we know for a fact that that is not the case. The same with government. We know since the July 21 unrest, there's been so many promises, even before then, uh, from the COVID relief, there's been so many promises that we're going to do so much for small businesses, but we don't see any of that happen. Mm. So it is says that small businesses themselves are being used as a kicking football, as pawns mm. in the struggle between government and politicians who aspire to become you know, senior leaders in government. So it is small businesses that are always on the, receive, on the short end of the stick. Uh, receiving the short end of the stick, uh, and and not the politicians who are increasing by the much. Malema, whether he strike, whether he participates in the in the in the protest or not, he'll guarantee his more than a million uh, plus million salary. Whether it's low shading or not low shading, he'll get his money, and he'll even get the packs that go with the position of being a parliamentarian. Mm. Mm. Not so you running a small business, you are trying to eke out 700 rands or 1,000 rands a day uh, before profit to try and make a livelihood. Uh, you know, a livelihood. So uh, it is misplaced, and protest is legal, protest is allowed under the Constitution, but it should be that it is peaceful, allow those who want to go to work to do that. But yes, by nature, protest has to be disruptive, I guess, because if yeah. it's not disruptive, maybe you don't get to to be heard or listened to. But but people will hear you, will listen on that day. But mm. tomorrow it will be business as usual. In fact, as I speak with you, today's business as usual in the suburbs. Mm. You, know, you just mm. have to drive down Hyde Park Corner, you see. All restaurants are operating. Everybody's going about their, 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 their jobs. School kids, if the schools are open, they'll all be going to school. Unaffected. It is the kids in Soweto, the kids in Kailisha, the kids in, in Mlazi and so forth will be affected because of fear. It is all that is meant to do to instill fear that mm. if you don't toe the line, uh, something bad is going to happen to you. Absolutely. Uh, let's take a call. Give us a call. 086-000-20-0032. Magdalene in Mangahong. Magdalene, good morning. Hi, Oliver. <laughs> I thought, I thought you, are, you are just shutting me out today because it's shut down. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, Oliver and the listeners, um, thanks to Kebuho. Kebuho said a mouthful on his first uh, statement. The thing is that what I see with uh, this thing of the sector is not personal than social uh, achievement. If it was social achievement, I still maintain my point of speech. Uh, all the communities could have been engaged. 
There could have been different manners in order to reach the community, to make them away. Mm. Uh, Oliver, uh, uh, I was in, in 1976, I think I was eight years. Uh, that, that protest, it was national. Uh, June 16, 1976. Uh, everywhere, everywhere, everybody was engaged. I was young, but my brother was engaged and everybody was engaged. So if my lover doesn't have a fear of, of our, uh, our opinions or the way in which we want the things in South Africa, he could have engaged us. But for the fact that you, you talked about fear earlier on, with the previous interview, I realized that he's the one who's got the fear because of his own history and his, the way in which he presents himself to us, South Africans. Uh, all those things, we consider them if we mm. want to take you as a leader and we want to put our trust in you. If ever Malema wants us to trust him, he must come and apologize to us, South Africans, because most of the callers earlier on, the, in the morning, uh, uh, between 7 and 9, they are talking about his arrogance, his dictatorship, and the way we are here because of his uh, actions by putting Juma uh, on presidential seat. So he's trying to get the presidential seat now. If he wants to gain our trust, he must come and apologize to us and change the manner in which he talk to us as South Africans and come to a democratic planet. Yeah. Magdalene, thank you so much for your call this morning. I really, really do appreciate it. Keep giving us those calls. The number to dial is 086-000-2032. 086-000-2032. And if you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note at 0614-104-107. You can also tweet me. It is simply at Oliver underscore speaking on Twitter, Oliver Dixon on Facebook, and you and I can engage on those platforms as well. On the other side of this, I continue taking your calls. It is half past 11. Normalizo Mandela has your news headlines. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. Give us a call, 86 especially if you're a small business owner. I'd, lo- I'd love to hear from you this morning about how the protests are affecting you or what your thoughts are on this protest. Do you think... It exacerbates the already uh, difficult conditions under which you operate, or do you believe that in the long run it may actually benefit you uh, when these issues are made part of the national conversation, are actually addressed uh, by the powers that be? Do you believe that protests can make these, can get these issues to be addressed? Is another question. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Let's go back to the lines. Lucky in Nelspreet. Lucky, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Oliver. Morning, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, man, check. Uh, I've been listening to this EFF since uh, January about this shutdown thing. And from the word go, I could tell you see, the call is a genuine call, regardless of whoever says what. Because as, as I speak to you right now, I've been, uh, I've been the victim of this load shedding big time. And when, when they, they, they see a, a schedule that says there won't be any load shedding over this weekend, I was like, huh? Let me let me wait a minute and see if this thing can 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 really not go ahead. And I realized this morning there was not a trading on Saturday and yesterday, and even today. And then now I'm I'm trying to think: is this politics, politicking, or it's a continuing concern? I'm not an EFF. I don't want to be an EFF. I, I'm not intending to join any political party, but I'm a business person. Where I rent, where I rent my office space, I'm paying a lot, a, a large amount of money for for my rental. 
and every second hour is load shedding. Every second hour is load shedding. And mind you, in order for you to, to be able to work, you need to buy an, a big generator for, for that space. And then what my point is, if 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 we go on the street like what 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 the FF is doing with other political parties like your you know it's not only FF the PNC is also there the ATM is also there I'm told uh, this uh, theater thing is also there so we cannot be seeing this thing an uh, EFF call only the political parties are part of it and they are not just going uh, to add numbers they are saying to the president or the, the ministers whoever is in charge. Guys, let us focus on this thing. Please help us so that we can grow our businesses, so that we cannot stress about. You know, you know this locating thing. Where, where, when, if you are staying in the locations, it will affect you more than the people in town. Once you have a speech that says one o'clock to five o'clock, there won't be electricity. Tell me what's happening with the this. The, the level of crime in South Africa is way, way too much. And then if you've got four hours in the darkness. Tell me what's going to happen there. Mm, mm. Yet we are told because the policies, the police officers are not enough for for uh, for, 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 for this big number of South Africans. If the, if the police officers are not enough, why today they are enough? Why bring in 4,000 soldiers to the street if you know with the, uh, the police are not enough? We, we, we need these people to be to be visible, to be seen. We can't be saying they are not enough, but when you want them to, to come and assist you, all of a sudden they are enough. Yeah. I mean, I support the call of shutdown, whether it's from the EFF, whether it's from the ANC, whether it's from whoever, but as long as it's the shutdown call, that has to do with the military facility. I'm supporting that one. Thank you I so much for that. Lucky in Nelspreet, appreciate your call. Silo in Pulukwane. Silo, good morning. Good morning, Oliver. Uh, Oliver, I'm in Pulukwane today, mm. and if I can tell you, I'm struggling to get food. Because Mostly because I, I would say 90% of the shops in Polokwa are not closed. And then if we check, um, it is not, mostly are not owned by um, a, a black people. My point is, um, the, the, we were speaking to a guy who was complaining about black business are getting um, a hiding for t- t- today. How many hiding did the blacks got from this load shedding? How many small business, Oliver, have been closed we know that many guys who are calling in here complaining about the same load shedding that is affecting them, that they have to throw out the stock that they've been um, uh, uh, bought for, 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 for a period of food, but it, it is gone. And, and, and now, um, because some are sitting on their comfort home and then they're saying, no, this load shedding is nonsense. It is fine. Every protest on we must note that it does not achieve its mandate at the same time, at one day, and then we say, no, we, 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 we won or we lost. Yeah. At the long run, maybe some people will come to their senses and say, okay, we have won. And, and, and it happens most of the time, Oliver. Yeah. All the protests that have been done across the country, the whole world, and so forth, in, in, in this country, they have achieved something in the long run. And then to say that, um, what did we do um, when we protest for, for, for one day, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, do you think, I, I'm asking that, do those who are against this uh, shutdown, anymore, are they happy with the load shedding that they get each and every day? I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing that because it's, it's funny. I'm just concerned that do we enjoy load shedding for, 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 for 
for every day than um, go out and protest for just one day, then we'll get the results. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Come a lot on. for your call, Lucky. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, my apologies, Silo, Silo in Pulukwana calling us there. Let's speak to Oscar in East London. Oscar, good morning. Good morning, sir. Morning, Oscar. Go ahead. Yes, I would like to to, to speak with regard to this uh, shutdown today. Look, uh, I support, I fully support this shutdown. I'm on duty, I'm on, at work, I'm a security. Of course, if, um, my brain is not here, my brain is there on the, on the, on the protest. Yeah. Look, it is, uh, EFS is the voice of the voiceless. We need to we need to stand up to support them because we've been suffering. How many houses have lost their appliances because of this load shedding? Some of people, some people cannot even have a phone to phone a report that they, my my fridge has been bent down, my TV has been bent down because of load shedding. Yeah, it is so unfortunate that, that there in front of you you've got guys that are ANC agents. They are, they are, they've got hatred towards EFF, not EFF in particular, but Malema in particular. But that guy is the voice of the voiceless. We support, I particularly support that guy. Look at how many, the item going rate is very high. 25 years smoking a tick is not at work, is not working. But the ANC are busy galvanizing, so, I mean, bringing police everywhere. But there is a crime everywhere. There is no, tomorrow, tomorrow there will be no shutdown. You won't see any police. You won't see any soldiers on the streets. People will be robbed. You'll be marked and everything. So yeah. this, this shutdown is good. It's a, it's a good for us for the future of South Africa. And I still say, if Ramaphosa does not step down, obviously something is going. Something good is going to come out of this protest. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot, Oscar. Appreciate it. And lastly, anonymous in Cape Town. Anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Oliver? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I'm a truck driver, Oliver. Uh, all I wanted to say about this uh, shutdown, uh, yes, the small businesses, they might feel the pain, but I don't think they can feel the pain because of only one day, because they've already been feeling the pain. All I wanted to say is ANC has been corrupt for quite some time. Uh, you cannot, you can, you can, you cannot say... It's because of, of Malema, because he has made a, he has called the people to go on strike. Most of the blacks, the most the vulnerable ones, they are angry because they don't know where to go. They are not looking, most of them. So what I wanted to say mostly is that most of the people who are privileged are the ones who maybe they have benefited from the agency. That is the one who are making calls to the station. The people who, who EFF most are, are representing is the most vulnerable one. The ANC that we knew that it was back then, that was helping the communities. The ANC that we used to know that they fighting for the poor. Now it's all about connection. Yeah. I hear another caller during the course of the week saying that most of the people who are in tertiary levels, some of them, they are, they, they've been ad- admitted because of the assistance of the EFF members, student command members there. But we know very well that you, they were not supposed to be assisted because SASCO, because it's aligned with the ANC, they, they are used to what is happening in the ANC. They need bribes to be to be accepted in the tertiary level, but EFS student commanders, they are assisting each and every one day. Yeah. So, what I'm trying to say is, 
ANC that we used to see back then is no longer the same. Now it's all about connection. I can tell you, Oliver, two years back, I, I was called for an interview of a truck driving job. It could be municipality. I've got more than eight years' experience. I don't think I can go to an interview of, of a truck driving job and fail the interview. Yeah. More especially from the private sector companies. As long as maybe if the one who's interviewing is a white guy, I won't fail. But I can interview at, at my, my my home village from the municipality whereby I was called for an interview. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is the aim from the most vulnerable people of South Africa is very big. So, irrespective of Malema is right or not, people are angry. They no longer see what, they, they no, don't know who is going to help them. So, whatever is happening, they want to jump in to capitalize on that. So that's yeah. my point. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it, Anonymous, out in Cape Town. Uh, I guess, having listened to all of that, Debucho, it seems like that there is overwhelming support, or at least, well, maybe not overwhelming, but there's significant support for the protest. Whether or not Malema's intentions, as you argue, may be nefarious or opportunistic or not, the issues remain outside of that, and people seem to protest in the name of those issues. And are very strongly attached to uh, those particular issues and are giving great support to it. Surely, then, the view of the protest should at least take that into consideration. Well, let's agree on one thing. I hope we will. Firstly, the most of the people who are who have closed their businesses, they didn't do so because they support the the, uh, the protest. Most of them did so out of fear, because they know that if their business are open, um, that will be the end of the day for them in terms of their stock will be taken and the shops vandalized and so forth. So mostly, and it is all anecdotal, same as you saying, um, most people support the strike and the protest. We don't know, you know, because uh, absence doesn't necessarily mean that absence of, uh, I mean, closing shops or Absent at work doesn't necessarily mean that supporting the strike it, or the protest. It could very well be that you just get and want to save your limb. But what is quite clear and something that I think we'll agree on is that Julius Malema is a diabolical, soulless, lawless, amoral, immoral, conscienceless, and remorseful, remorseless uh, narcissist and a psychopath and snared in a litany of criminal wrongdoing, which he wants to try to distract this country away from. His protest is driven by self-interest and ambitions for high office. These are facts that are demonstrable, and we know that Malema does not stand, does not even have a plan to get rid of road shedding. He hasn't shared with us as to how he would do away with road shedding on day one, where he to become, uh, 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 assume the levers of power. Neither he nor the EFF. He hasn't come back and gave us a plan as to how he would deal with the issues of high unemployment, especially for the youth. None of it. All we hear is that it's a personal crusade, a personal vendetta, a fight. He's got access to grind or an axe to grind with President Ramaphosa, who just happened to suffer because he can mobilize and create this, this, this uh, um, disruption in society. That's all I'm, I'm prepared to say. 
Okay, Deboko, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really, really do appreciate it. Deboko Kais, who is uh, the Chair of Public Interest South Africa and also the President of the SMME Forum. Look, this protest is uh, a developing story. It's going to obviously take place the whole day. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye out on the developments and we'll speak about uh, them tomorrow on the show as well. But perhaps to just say this, and I do urge you that if you're out there, please do try and be safe as you possibly can be. If you're participating in the protest and you happen to be listening to the show right now, I do urge you to uh, please do not loot or or break the law effectively. Uh, Protest in peace. um, And you and I will be back here safe tomorrow morning and discuss these issues once again. This is what democracy is about, effectively. And you're more than uh, able to participate in it. For myself and the team, it's goodbye for now. We're back with you tomorrow. On the other side of this break is the book reading.